I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast from PRX. I've got a short one for you today, but it's a good one. We're going to hear from the 20th icon of Echoes, Ulrich Schnauz. This German electronic artist has taken the sequencer sound into the 21st century and dragged down tempo designs and shoegaze rock along with it. He makes some music of melancholy that actually makes you feel a little bit better. We'll hear Ulrich meditate on his sound. That's the point at the end of the day, that you try to create something that doesn't reflect the, the re- reality that surrounds you, but something that actually creates the opposite, a counterpoint to reality and an alternative or a utopia. Before we get to that, I want to tell you about another release from Spotted Peccary Music. One of the new ones is As Dusk Becomes Night by Rudy Adrian. Adrian creates a personal exploration of sounds and atmospheres of his New Zealand home that slowly transitioned from evening into twilight and into the deep of night. This is deep, slowly unfolding ambient music with a more serene palette. Rudy Adrian's As Dusk Becomes Night is available from Amazon, iTunes, Bandcamp, and other retailers. And now, let's get on a faraway train and head to a strangely isolated place with Ulrich Schnauss. Since his album debut in 2001, Ulrich Schnauss has perfected a melancholic but euphoric brand of electronica on albums like Faraway Trains Passing By and A Strangely Isolated Place. The German artist grew up on contemporary electronic sounds and shoegaze rock, but he also goes back to the roots of electronic music with bands like Tangerine Dream. They influenced his last solo album, A Long Way to Fall, in 2013, and the next year he joined the band while founder Edgar Frosa was still leading the group. He is the 20th of 30 Icons of Echoes. A lot of my music has a some somehow quite melancholic um, sentiment. I tend to associate on these atmospheres that somehow appear with certain memories um, that, that I have from my childhood. I was kind of trapped in this situation in, in Kiel, which is a pretty remote place probably quite sad and boring places that you (laughs) wouldn't really want to be in and these songs just try to capture kind of the the atmosphere I think that would suit um, these places if you try to find a soundtrack for them because they are kind of hopeful and optimistic in a way that you 
think that there might be something else somewhere and uh, you'd like to be there, but I think they also capture the melancholy that you experience if you are in one of these places. very early age onwards I always recognized music as a way to escape uh, from reality and I think that's that's why I devoted my entire life to music because for a very long time that was the only escape and the only thing that seems to make sense. And I just had to figure out ways of being able to do music without really being able to find um, a lot of other people with whom I could make music with. And so I just kind of discovered uh, the possibilities that technology, in this case electronic music technology, offer you just working on your own and forming your own one-man band, if you, if you could probably say so. Tendron Dream in the end that opened up that sort of horizon for me because listening to uh, that stuff I just fully realized how big the potential is that electronic instrument instrumentation can offer you. I was probably for this album still more influenced uh, by stuff from the early 90s like all the, the shoegaze guitar stuff. coming from that angle, which then again, though, were probably uh, themselves influenced by something like Faust or uh, Can. so I think in a way that probably still makes sense. I think the way I'm playing synths most of the time is quite similar to the way a lot of people play guitar, so I'm hitting the same chords uh, really fast um, all the time so that um, so that I get like this kind of over overlaying uh, chords effect that um, guitarists um, try to achieve as well and I think uh, that uh, way of, of playing it kind of uh, makes it pretty close to sounding a bit like a guitar. Only now I think I'm slowly gaining the confidence to work with more classic sequencing elements because obviously the stakes have been put so high for that kind of stuff and I don't want to be another of those people who just churn out another Berlin School rip-off type track. I mean I think somehow you have to be able to find like your own angle uh, on, on exploring that territory and um, yeah, finally I, I, I tried to do that.
I mean, for me, electronic music was always very emotional music, and um, starting with dance music and that kind of state of euphoria that you can be in if you were at a rave party in the 90s, but uh, even more so when it comes to some of the, the more classic electronic music, which then convinced me that, that this would be the right outlet for me to, to sort of realize what I wanted to do um, musically. I mean, that's what I've always admired about Tangerine Dream, for instance, that it's music that is done with um, synthesizers and electronic um, instruments, but it still sounds very, very and decidedly uh, human. That's the point at the end of the day, that you try to create something that doesn't reflect the re reality that surrounds you, but something that actually creates the opposite, a counterpoint to reality and an alternative or a utopia. Schnauss creating the music of escape, solace, and sometimes joy in the 21st century. He is the 20th icon of Echoes. Of the 30 icons, he's one of only five who began their careers in the Echoes era. You can see the complete list of 30 icons at echoes.org. I have a posting on the website of five essential Ulrich Schnauss albums. See what you think. It's at echoes.org or in your Echoes app. You can also see the complete list of the 30 icons of Echoes at echoes.org and your Echoes app as well. And you can dig back in the podcast where we've done profiles like this on most of the first 20 icons. Next week on the Echoes podcast, a phenomenal band out of Cincinnati called Jess Lamb and The Factory, and it includes Warren Harrison, who was also a member of the duo Hungry Lucy. Subscribe to the Echoes podcast so you don't miss any of these gems. I'm John DiLiberto. This has been the Echoes podcast from PRX. See you next week, tonight on the radio, somewhere in the country, or at Echoes Online right now or whenever you want. <laughs>